Hey there, listeners. This is Mac Christian with the National Land Realty Podcast. Now, I've got a request for you, and that is to like, follow, and review this podcast. Your reviews help us reach more people who are seeking information about their land, because our goal with this whole production is to provide as much value as possible to anybody looking for it. So remember, like, follow, and review. And thank you in advance for your time. Listening to a podcast takes time, and we appreciate that. Hello, and welcome to episode number 14 of the National Land Realty Podcast, where we discuss all things land. Our goal here is to inform, educate, and entertain those of you who own land or are interested in the buying and selling of land throughout the United States. My name is Mac Christian, and I am the Chief Marketing Officer here at National Land Realty. I'll be your host for this episode. This episode is a real treat. We'll be speaking with National Land Realty President Jason Burbage and J.P. King Auction Company President Craig King. There's more knowledge, experience, and insight in this episode than I can even quantify. Jason Burbage is the quintessential transformational leader with over 20 years of experience in real estate and land sales. He is now the president of National Land Realty and has helped to position it as one of the fastest growing land companies in the United States. I've introduced him before on this podcast, so I'll dedicate a majority of this intro to our other guest, Craig King. Craig King is the fourth generation president of J.P. King Auction Company, where he has over 35 years of real estate and auction experience. He's a past president of the Auction Marketing Institute and has served as AMI's representative on the board of the National Auctioneers Association and on the auction committee of the National Association of Realtors. Craig is often a spokesman for the auction industry and has been featured on many news programs and has been interviewed by the nation's leading newspapers and trade publications. He's also past president for his state auctioneers association and is a past director of the National Auctioneers Foundation. Craig currently serves on the board of directors of the Alabama chapter of the Realtors Land Institute and has been inducted into the National Auctioneers Association and the Alabama Association of Auctioneers Hall of Fame. I told you, there's a lot of experience in this episode. Now sit back and enjoy the show. I'm sitting here with Craig King and Jason Burbage. This is a real privilege. Uh, you know, we have the, the heads of two companies here that are involved in, in land real estate. And, and specifically, we're talking about auctions today. And the two of you have worked together on, on previous projects. Um, Craig, I wanted to ask you just to tell me a bit about your background and, and your company and, and auctioning in general. And then let's jump in and talk about this transaction that you two worked on and how that was useful. Well, great. Yes. Well, first of all, thank you for having me a part of this uh, podcast. Uh, we're excited to be a partner with National Land Realty and provide auction services to the company. And uh, we've done that for a number of years now. But uh, a little background on myself and J.P. King. I'm Craig King, and I'm president and CEO of the J.P. King Auction Company. Uh, we're a nationwide real estate auction marketing firm. Uh, we've worked in all 50 states and six countries and auctioned over a million acres of land throughout the country. So uh, land is something that we know and we really enjoy. Uh, I've been very involved with our auctioneer associations, uh, Realtors Land Institute and other organizations like that. Uh, so uh, we're real excited. We feel like we're a good team with National Land Realty to provide a, additional benefit to its members. Excellent. And, and you've been in the industry for what, 45 years now? 
Yeah, yeah, it's uh, ticking away. But yes, 45 years. Uh, we're a family-owned company. Uh, uh, I came into the business, you know, right after school. Um, and uh, that was something that uh, my great-grandfather started our company back in 1915. So it's about 107 years that we've continued in the real estate auction business throughout the country. And so uh, it's, uh, it's a great way of marketing properties. And we'll talk a little bit about that, why it may be of a benefit to National Land Realty and their uh, sellers. Excellent. And, uh, and Jason, I wanted to ask you, you've worked with JP King in the past on, on deals. And I wanted to ask you sort of how, how did you find them? Uh, what was that experience like? What was your initial impressions and, and, and what was the process like? Yeah. I mean, it, it's just like so many things, uh, in my career in the, the 22, 23 years that I've been in real estate, it's, it's all, all these introductions, people have come out of relationships that others have. And, um, the cool thing about national land being in 40 plus States around the country, we've got people everywhere and they're always meeting people and that sort of thing. And that's really what happened here. Uh, Clint flowers, uh, down in Alabama had new, um, new JP, knew the JP King company and mentioned, uh, to Aaron Graham is one of our partners. Hey, this might be something we might want to explore relationship wise. And, um, when I became president of the company, um, we'd already, we, we just really kind of were kicking off our relationship with them. And um, coincidentally, as I was wrapping up uh, my, my sales business, I had a property that was, that was uh, a challenging one to sell. And the first auction that National Land and JP King did together coincidentally ended up being one of mine. So uh, it gave me firsthand, you know, uh, involvement in the whole process itself. And, and being that I'm from South Carolina and we're headquartered in South Carolina in the Southeast in general, auction is not necessarily viewed in the same way that it is, uh, in the Midwest where it's quite common. And in fact, in many ways, it's the, it's the first thought when it comes to selling, uh, land out there, farms, et cetera, that auctions the way to go in the Southeast. It can be viewed as like a last resort as an emergency situation, as a quote unquote fire sale situation and that kind of stuff. And so it's, it, um, it, it, it really shed a light on how, how, uh, useful auction can be, uh, in the, the real estate brokerage process. Yeah. So was that sort of a, a belief system that you had to overcome personally as well, not viewing it sort of in a negative light, but viewing it as a, as a typical transaction? Yeah. You know, I wouldn't say it was a stigma. Um, I'd, I'd had some experience, not specifically in a real estate transaction with an auction deal. I've, I've had a lot of experience with auction in general, just from a family background. Uh, from the cattle business, from the horse business, you know, that's auction is, is, is a big part of that industry. Um, I've, I've got a background in cutting horses and uh, auctioning off cutting horses is, is, uh, is quite common. Um, and we're talking hundreds of thousands of dollars in, 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 in many cases and now more. So I was experienced with auction from that standpoint. Um, but yeah, I mean, I was familiar, familiar with the idea that auction could be a last resort. If you just had to get rid of something 
from a real estate perspective that auction was the last resort. But, um, and I guess it was probably about 2008. Yeah, it was 2008. Um, we got, uh, I got introduced to a different model for selling real estate that was being used uh, in the, uh, the residential lot for residential lot sales. And the concept behind it was, is, is known, it still is known as an event sale. <clears throat> and the idea is that um, similar to auction, you want to be able to create excitement and, and uh, about the property, uh, create some urgency uh, about the property itself. And the event sales model um, gets people to one place, gets people to the property at the same, at the same time. There's just not an auctioneer crying crying the, the property out uh, as in, in the traditional sense. But what it revealed to me is how powerful it can be and advantageous for both buyer and seller uh, with that type of format where um, you're introducing people to property in a, in a little bit different way. So um, when, when the relationship was, when I was introduced to JP King, we started talking about things uh, and about how we could potentially apply this to uh, the land brokers business in general and our business, I was like, you know, this it's going to work someplace outside of the traditional parts of the country where auction is quite common. And so our discussion was about how do we, how could we use this if we've got properties that, that we know are, are great properties, but aren't selling for whatever reason it may be, how can we use that still be able to serve our clients and get the transaction done. And, um, and so it really, it really helped me have a develop a, a, a even broader understanding of how useful uh, the auction process can be um, in, in selling land or, or in, well, for us for selling land. Yeah. And Craig, I think that you're probably an ideal person to speak to that. Um, you know, what, what's sort of the education that you walk people through that are not as familiar with auctioning of land, you know, in, in reflecting what Jason said, where in the Midwest, where it's very, very common to see auctions, if it's not the prevalent way to do a land transaction, uh, you know, when, when you look, talk about West coast, East coast, sort of, you know, the, the, the coastal regions, a little more oriented towards those sides, you know, what, what do you tell them as far as how, how to utilize auctioning, and, and sort of what that process looks like? Well, first of all, uh, through my career, it's been an educational process teaching people that an auction is not a fire sale. It's a very refined, targeted marketing approach to take high quality properties to market. If you think about it, the world's finest horses, uh, fine art, antiques, uh, automobiles, uh, all of the fine quality uh personal property that is being sold by auction. And it's really the, the predominant way of selling many of those. Uh, and what we did at J.P. King, and of course we've done this for a long time, but uh, starting back even as early as the early nineties, when we had an opportunity to sell the Calumet horse farm, uh, you know, it is the premier horse farm in the country. And uh, so that property at that time in the early nineties for $17 million and, and it helped people with high value quality properties realize that you can sell quality real estate properties uh, just as you do 
cattle, automobiles, antiques, art, things like that as well. And uh, so that really started the process of us getting more involved in working and, and selling these high quality properties. And, and what's interesting is, is that uh, the typical J.P. King client is a high net worth individual. Uh, they're, they're someone that uh, has a reason to sell sooner than later, uh, and often properties that maybe have been on the market for a period of time, uh, these people don't want to be burdened with a property that they can't sell. And so what we do is we provide national land realty agents with another option that they can go to their client with to better serve their client and say, well, we have other options that we can offer you uh, to get this property sold. So what we would typically do, uh, in fact, I have a call this afternoon with a national land realty agent uh, to talk about how we will be meeting with their uh, client on a property that they have. Uh, but what we will do is typically have a first call that will assess the property and the situation to see if it's a good fit for the auction model. If it is, uh, there's a couple of things we look for. We, we look at the seller situation. Uh, do they have a reason to sell sooner than later? Are they a motivated client? Uh, are they reasonable in their expectations? Many of the things that a national land realty agent would do on a typical listing, uh, but also we look at the property and we look at how we might be able to take it to market. Uh, how we should uh, divide it, how we should market it, uh, who our potential client uh, buyer uh, is for that property. So we look at all those things. And if it's a good fit, well, then we will then schedule a meeting with the National Land Realty agent, their client. And we'll go in and introduce the auction method to them. Uh, so many times it's something they've already mentioned to their client, maybe piqued a little bit of interest. And then we go in and schedule a meeting, help educate that client on the process. And uh, many of them, once they really see what goes on behind the scenes leading up to an auction and the, the showings and the marketing and the personal contact and all of the things that go into that, uh, they realize there's a lot more to it and that it is a good way to market and sell these properties. So it's sort of changed conceptually from probably, a you know, there can be a preconceived notion there that it's that auctioning is a, is a way to move something at a discount. And it's not the case here. We're looking at a way to create urgency around a premium product, uh, you know, sort of a, a more high end listing. Um, there's opportunity there to create urgency within something that could be you know, sometimes sales can take years uh, for for specific niche type properties, but this is a way to create some momentum in something like that. Exactly. And, and for example, a lot of properties that we sell are highly improved properties that may be large hunting properties or real premier properties. Uh, some of them have large homes on the properties, uh, you know, really highly improved. And those are a difficult sale. Uh, so many times we have to market and get outside of the market area for those properties and reach an out of state or out of town buyer or sometimes in uh, out out of the country uh, for those properties. Uh, so uh, those are good properties for a JP King auction, for example. 
Uh, and the sellers of those properties, you know, cost a lot of money to maintain those properties. And when these sellers are ready to move on for whatever reason, uh, they don't want it lingering on the market. So that would be a good example. So, uh, yes, uh, perception is changing. Uh, unfortunately, uh, uh, people associate an auction with a foreclosure. Uh, but that's really, uh, in reality, a foreclosure is a legal proceeding. It's really not auction marketing uh, as we do at J.P. King. And, and Jason, I wanted to ask you, what, what was your experience? Like, what, what was the transaction process like for you to work with J.P. King the first time? It, it was a, it, it was, it couldn't have gone any better uh, in the grand scheme of things because, because we got the property sold. So, um, I mean, that, 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 that's what the goal was. I, I would add to what Craig is saying is this, is that with, with these highly specialized types of properties, highly improved properties, which is typically what we're talking about, um, the challenge that we have in selling them, in, in many cases, um, it's not so much about the marketing and that sort of thing. The, the, the highly targeted marketing is, is incredibly effective. Um, but it's the, it's the reality that it's hard to determine what the value of a property is when it's been highly improved like that, that, that the, the, the buyer will agree with. And so in my, in my experience, um, the main reason why a property didn't sell at least a national land realty property uh, is because it typically boils down to, is it priced correctly for the market? And there are always other factors that go into it, but any property will sell. It, any property will sell. It just depends on what's the price that's being introduced to the market at and whether or not a buyer believes that that price is reflective of what it's worth. Uh, because at the end of the day, the market value of the property is what the buyer believes and what the seller believes and then being able to come to agreement on that. So, um, and with, with this property that we ended up selling together, um, back in 2019, um, it was, a, it was an interesting situation. The property had been listed with multiple, uh, brokerages prior to me getting involved with it. Um, all, uh, obviously all unsuccessfully, it had a variety of different prices put on it. Um, when we got involved with it. Uh, got our whole marketing program into it and um, didn't really do much. Generated a few showings out of it, a little bit of interest, uh, but there was not a whole lot of motivation because people, it just, it, it, it was a beautiful property. Um, had a, a very unique uh, uh, Annie Bellin style house on it. Um, it was only a few hundred acres. So, um, it was a smaller property when you think of the plantation type properties in the South that, that, that come on the market with, with that type of house and et cetera. Um, but it was, a, it was a great property because of its location, the actual size of it being, um, it really was suitable, more suitable for, for someone that was looking for a residence to live in as opposed to a second home type of situation. Um, and but I think that the biggest thing that was that was preventing it from selling was the price that we had on it. 
And the sellers believed that the property was worth, was worth what we had it priced at. Um, it's hard to argue against that when you don't, you don't have any comparable really to be able to say, no, you're wrong. This is where it needs to be. So in those types of things, when in a traditional brokerage aspect, you're, you're testing, you're putting it out there, you're testing, you're making adjustments and that sort of thing. And I had a great relationship with the sellers. Um, uh, and after over a year, I mean, they entrusted me with this property for about a year and a half. Um, it, it, at one point, uh, it, 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 the, the seller said, you know, we, we know you're doing everything you can. We love, we love everything you've done. You've been extremely communicative with us, but it's not selling. We, we don't have a choice. We have to try something different. And which meant when the listing expired, they weren't going to renew it with me, um, which I couldn't, I mean, it's hard to argue with that, uh, from that aspect. Now I believed it needed to be priced at a certain price point. And that was the thing that we just weren't able to get on the same page on. I felt like if we'd gotten it to that price point that we would get more activity in it. Um, so I asked them at that point, I said, okay, I've basically got, um, I've got six months here to, to do something. And I said, you guys, um, I've got an idea. Um, I'd like for you to, you know, give me the opportunity to, to hear this out. And I spoke to them about auction. And the first thing was, that's not going to be for us. You know, we're, we're, we're not desperate to sell this property. Um, and they weren't from the standpoint of that because they had it on the market for, you know, three plus years at this point, but they were, but they wanted to sell the property. It's not like they just didn't want to, they wanted to sell it, but they wanted to, because they put so much into it. Uh, they completely renovated the house. I mean, they'd done so much work to this property. They wanted to see the value come out of it. So, but I believe it's because of the relationship that, that I had with them, they were willing to entertain a meeting and Craig and Steve came up from Alabama. This property is in South Carolina. We sat down and met with these folks. And um, after that meeting, the, the sellers were like, all right, we're willing to give it a shot. And, the, and, and Craig and Steve were able to, Steve Ellis is, is, um, is one, an executive with JP King. Um, they were able to, to talk to them and do much more than I could because I wasn't the auction expert. They were to where they were willing to give it a shot. And the unique thing about this is, is that this, the, the, the couple that owned this property were in the racehorse business. So they knew auction. I mean, that's how they knew Calumet. They knew that. I mean, we talked about that. Remember, remember? Mm -hmm. So, you know, it just, they weren't making that connection. And when the process was, you know, so they entrusted us to, to, to do this. Um, we, we, um, we started advertising the property from the auction perspective with the marketing program in place for auction. Um, got a immense amount of interest in the property. I was showing the property nonstop. Uh, ended up having a, we did a, this was a, a live auction. So we, we, we held the auction on the site, um, had a great turnout and had a successful sale. It ended up selling for about what I thought it would as we talked about. And, um, and I'm not trying to see my own horn there, but, but with all that being said and what, what it sold for when the, 
process was over, the sellers were extremely excited and happy about it because they recognized that that was what the market value was for that property because they, they saw it. They saw it firsthand. There was no like, all right, well, I guess we got to just take this and we're just ready to be done with it or anything else. There was pure excitement about the fact that they were able to get this deal done. And the people that bought the property felt extremely good about it. They weren't sitting there going, oh, we paid too much for it or anything else. And so it, it just, it just, uh, it just ended up being a really, a really great uh, situation for everybody involved with that deal. Yeah. So, so Craig, you know, this, this presents a great sort of transition on, on how you, how you talk about auctions to people. You went into a challenging situation with Jason here where you had to explain to somebody that was, that sounds resistant to the idea, but open to hearing you out. So, so when you talk to somebody like this, when you go in to talk about auctions in general and, and discuss with them, you know, why they might want to do an auction, when would be a good time to do an auction? Uh, you know, how, how do you talk to, to a potential client like that? How do you, how do you get them over the, over the hump, right. To, to speak about it in terms of like, okay, this is how you should be viewing it. And it's maybe a little different than what you think. And, you know, how, how do you sell people on that? Well, first of all, uh, like the Forts, our client on this particular property, uh, they had invested a lot of money in renovating this home, and it was very beautiful, and it was an older home in a beautiful setting on about 200 acres of a lake, and they really had a beautiful place there. Uh, so there was no question they had a lot of money invested in the property. Uh, what we have to do as, as real estate agents, auctioneers, and agents, is we have to prepare a seller that when it's time to sell, we have to price the property based on what a buyer is willing to pay, not on what they've invested in it. So we have to help them understand, you know, you've renovated it, you've used it, you've enjoyed it. Now that you're ready to sell, you have to sell for market price. And you have to be open to the fact that if we can fill that room with highly qualified prospects and bidders for this property, that true market value will emerge, and that is the price. And that was the case here. Uh, we had uh, a great uh, turnout. We had uh, a dozen or more showings of the property, uh, qualified buyers that were there bidding on the property. And when the price was uh, set and the final bid came in, uh, it was a price that they were happy with and a nice, smooth 30-day closing. So our job is just to help them understand that if you do it right, you market it, you allow us to use all the resources that we have nationally and Realty and J.P. King. When you think about the resources of those two firms coming together when we get through, that's going to be market price for that property. And so we just help them understand that. And so if you're if you're serious about selling, we can get you a fair market price and enable you to move on. And that's what they wanted to do. What makes a piece of land ideal for an auction? Well, a couple of things. Uh, first of all, properties that are maybe more challenging to sell 
are these highly improved properties. Uh, so uh, in that case, they're still difficult. They're not an easy sale, even with J.P. King, but we do have a great database and we do have a great uh, tool to, to market and sell these properties. But another property, for example, that we recently did in North Georgia, an 800-acre track, uh, this was a property that we divided into about 35 tracks. Um, and, and so we took that property, it was an estate, and we took that property from an 800 acre track to divide it up into 35 parcels. We put restrictions on the property. We conducted an auction, had over 100 registered bidders, and sold the property in excess of $8 million. Once again, a very happy client. So a property like that that can be divided where we can take a property, an 800-acre track, for example, may be a challenge because there's less buyers for a $8 million property, 800 acres. But when we can take it down to five-acre to 100-acre tracks, uh, then you broaden the whole market for that property. Uh, you created a lot more potential prospective buyers. And that's what happened here where we're selling 40-acre tracks for $40,000 an acre and, and uh, excuse me, five-acre tracks for $40,000 an acre and uh, on up from there. So, uh, so properties that are highly improved, uh, properties that can be readily divided, uh, divided up, um, and then properties that maybe have just lingered on the market need a new approach. Uh, those would be properties that we could come in and assist with. And, and why does the auction process work? I mean, it, you know, typical sales, you put it on the market, you let buyers find it, um, you know, they seek you out and they tour the property and, you know, Depending on timing, you could have multiple bids. You could have a single bid. Um, auctioning is a little different, right? It gets everybody in the same room, sort of in the same environment. What's what's sort of the driving force behind it? Why why is this a different transaction, and what makes it effective? Well, very similar to what Jason said earlier, and I think that's the key: is that we create urgency, we create excitement. It's a one shot. Uh, we hit it with a very heavy, strong marketing campaign that goes on for about 30 days, and that property is going to be gone. And so interested buyers have to step up to the plate. And so we create urgency that's needed, uh, where on the other hand, if you think about a listing that maybe has been on the market for a while, there's not a lot of urgency to it. So when we come in and then we work with the NLR agent, put an auction on that property, we create new excitement on that property. We create urgency. And frankly, it's the fear of loss. Uh, the people that maybe have been watching that property, and now they see that something's going to happen. And on that day, that property is going to be gone, and I may lose the opportunity to buy that property forever. So that's the that's what creates the urgency and excitement. And as you say, be it a live auction or be it an online auction, is still that deadline that causes them to have to step up and uh, take action. And there's multiple kinds of auction structures, correct? Yes. Uh, what we do is, is uh, we, we assess, first of all, what's the client's needs? What's their objectives in selling the property? And then we also assess the property itself. And then we'll make a recommendation on what we feel like is the, the best approach for that client 
based on that situation. So it's it's not a one size fit all. It's not an online auction every time or a live auction every time. Uh, we make recommendations we think are appropriate. So uh, there are a couple of different types of auctions. There is an online auction. Uh, we all also do and still do live auctions. I'm an auctioneer myself personally, and I love live auctions, but uh, online auctions definitely have their place as well. And then the actual auction structure, there are auctions with reserve where the final bid is subject to the seller accepting it. Uh, there are unreserved auctions where the property will sell to the highest bidder. There are advantages to both of those structures. So it's really important that, that you know, any broker work with an auction firm that has the experience to make the appropriate recommendations based on that seller situation. So you don't just always recommend sort of a reserve auction, just in, in, in my mind. So a reserve auction is sort of like having a parachute there, right? You want to get a minimum value out of the parcel. Uh, so it's not recommended to do that all the time is what you're saying. No, you know, sellers gravitate to wanting a reserve, uh, you know, because it provides them the protection to be able to say no if the bids come in at less than what they're open. Uh, but also, we encourage sellers to look at it from the buyer's perspective. From a buyer's perspective, they're going to put time and resources and mental energy in this process, and they want to know that they're not dealing with an unrealistic seller that may say no after they've won the bid and outbid the whole marketplace and then have a seller that's unrealistic tell them no. So, so again, there are advantages to all of those uh, methods. Uh, what we have to do as uh, J.P. King and NLR is to make sure that we properly assess what the situation is, because some sellers, for an example, uh, that property, that highly improved property, we, we did a horse farm in Florida, and they were spending about $100,000 a month on upkeep, expenses, taxes, insurance. So it was costing them a lot of money. So in a situation like that, Maybe an unreserved auction is the way to go to make sure that you've assembled the market, you've got the best price, and make sure that property at the end of the day is going to have a new owner. Uh, on the other hand, there may be a property where there's some debt on the property, and they can't have an unreserved auction. They have to have a reserve auction because they don't want to get in a situation that the bid comes in at less than maybe what they own the property. So these are all examples of things that we consider when we're making a recommendation to the client. Okay. And, and so, you know, the, the real estate market is transitioning right now. There's some, there's some, there's a new market sort of emerging uh, than what we've seen for the last two years, which was, you know, the last two years have just been on fire and, you know, with, with rumbles of, of economic, you know, decline right now, or, or, you know, a lot of people are saying economic normalization, right, where things are going back to normal. Um, and, you know, increasing interest rates, what sort of what is the position of, of an auction in this environment? And, and I think this would be a good question for both of you. So maybe, Jason, if you want to speak to that really quick, and then I'll follow up with you, Craig. Okay. Yeah. Um, first off, the auction is still viable in, in a market where things are really hot. It just depends on the property because going back to it, the biggest challenge that we have is being able to convey that this is what a property is worth. And if there's nothing, you know, the traditional way of valuing real estate 
is you find comparable properties to use to establish what that, that value is. And in our business, there's so many unique properties that it's just, it can be really challenging to, to do that with confidence. So, uh, you know, we've done auctions uh, this, I mean, over the past year uh, where the property was just so unique the auction was still the best route to go, even though we were in, you know, the best real estate market we've seen since, you know, the early 2000s, early to mid 2000s. So I think it's important to recognize that as we transition, um, we are, we are, we've been in a, in a market where there's been a lot of, there's been low inventory. So we've been in a, in a stream, what we refer to as a seller's market. Um, and so what we're, what's going to eventually happen is, that listing inventory is going to start increasing. Uh, there's going to be more properties available, which means that there's less urgency. There's less natural urgency. We've been talking about that because in a low, in a seller's market where there's low inventory, there's more urgency, just natural urgency there to begin with. So as things start to change and in some cases normalize and so in some parts of the country, uh, we'll see things turn into a buyer's market. Um, which means that there's a lot of inventory out there. Um, there aren't as many buyers out there, so there's less urgency. And when that happens, it becomes a natural uh, scenario for auction to be very effective, um, no matter what part of the country that you're in. So um, it's just opportunity. I mean, you just you find where the opportunity is in whatever market you're dealing with, depending on, you know, the, the factors that are in play. And that's what, with our company, what we focus on doing is, is the, the mission of our company is that we exist to make things grow. So growing opportunity is a big part of that. So when our, when our experts go in, our land professionals go in and meet with sellers and evaluate the property, um, they're thinking about all these different things and, and how can we set put together the best opportunity for our clients or seller clients to be able to maximize their investment, maximize the return on investment they've got. So um, I think that's just, it's just a, a natural part of the process. Craig, what's, what's, what's sort of your outlook with, with, you know, where, where the, uh, where the market is heading and, and sort of the position of, of your company to, to be of value to both sellers, agents, uh, even buyers in, in sort of in, in this, I want to say new economy, but it's, it's not a new economy. It's just, you know, it's the economy and it moves where it does. But so, but I wanted to get sort of your, your, uh, your take on it. Well, thank you. And, uh, I think Jason really, uh, really laid that out very well. Uh, and, and that is exactly right. Uh, uh, I, I think, of course, the hot market that we've been in, uh, properties have sold so quick uh, that really people haven't needed an auction. Uh, they haven't needed the urgency that we bring because there's already urgency because of the, the low uh, number of properties on the market. Um, but a couple of thoughts. Uh, I think there are probably some clients there that have uh, really some uh, appreciation in the properties that they're holding uh, that 
they might want to lock in and try to get today's prices while they can in case there is a little bit of dip in the market and possibly the prices that their property has. Uh, also, uh, if there is more competition, more properties on the market, uh, the auction will help really focus the market's attention on those properties being sold at auction as opposed to maybe some of the other inventory that's sitting on the market and, uh, and also speed up that sales process. So I think the auction will definitely have a place in this change in economy. And, and I think it's pretty clear that most areas of the country in this economy is changing and it is going to impact land prices. Yeah. And I think, I think, you know, both of you illustrated very, very well, especially in a, in a, in a situation where inventory is picking up and, and when, when you're looking at a listing that does have sort of some unique qualities, right. Uh, some, maybe some unique improvements to the land, maybe a unique use that it's a way it's it's not just something that you can do towards the end of the process. It should be part of the strategy from the beginning to consider an auction. Um, you know, is that on the table? Is that something that we should evaluate? Uh, as, as as opposed to something to fall back on, it's it's a priority piece of the puzzle to put together and to move forward with something to see if that's something that might be the most viable option. Is that right? Well, I, I was just going to add, we have had national land agents that have uh, contacted us about properties that they don't even have listed. Uh, so trying to proactively use the auction to uh, secure a property that they can earn a commission on uh, that perhaps maybe they won't even be able to list. Uh, so it's bringing a seller another approach or maybe a seller that's already considering an auction that they hear about and can bring us in. Excellent. Well, Craig, Jason, I appreciate both your times. I've been trying to keep these. I've been shortening up my episodes here lately because we've been, <laughs> we've been running fairly long on a lot of them. And uh, so, but I, but I do want to give you both a chance to uh, sort of give some closing thoughts. And, and again, thank you for your time. This is absolutely wonderful. The, the amount of experience that you both have in this industry around this process is immense. And I, I don't think it could be understated. So I do, I want to absolutely thank you both for your time. So, Craig, any closing thoughts? Yes. Uh, well, um, my, my suggestion would be this. If someone is considering an auction of the property, contact their national land realty agent in that area and uh, let them know that uh, you'd like to learn more about the auction process and how we may be able to work together to take that property to market. And we'd be happy to assist them in any way. Excellent. Yeah, and I, I, I appreciate you saying that, Craig. I, I, I think it's important that, that if you're considering selling your property, and obviously if you're listening to this podcast, you're doing research on different ways to be able to, to divest uh, your holdings. And what we, what we strive to do, as I mentioned before, is be able to educate you on all the very variety of options that are out there and help you devise a strategy that's gonna get you the most for your property. Um, and find those buyers that are best suited for your property. And that's a critical component of this. It's not just about getting an offer and finding somebody. It's about finding those with these types of properties, finding that uniquely qualified buyer who's going to be the right fit, who's not just out bargain shopping, right. bargain shopping. So, um, so do your research. That's incredibly important. Speak to experts. Um, if, if national land is not in your market, which, which 
on the rare chance that it may not be, you know, make sure you're speaking with somebody who knows their trade that is a expert, especially with the type of property that you own and um, ensure that you're getting good information, good advice. Somebody's not just working off of uh, an agenda and just saying, Hey, auction is the best way. It's the only way and all that kind of stuff. So um, hopefully this has been, been informative and helpful and, and of course, as Craig mentioned, we're, we'd be happy to be able to, to, to talk with you more if that's something that you're interested in. Excellent. Thank you. And, and sage advice for sure. Uh, so, yeah, both of you, thank you, uh, both of you for spending your time here today. Absolutely appreciate it. And, and this has been a, a very informative session. My pleasure. Thank you. This concludes episode number 14 for the National Land Realty Podcast, discussing land auctions with National Land Realty President Jason Burbage and J.P. King Auction Company President Craig King. You can learn more about land ownership and the buying and selling of land at nationalland.com. Hey there, listener. I noticed that you're still hanging out, probably listening to the music. But uh, what I wanted to do was remind you to check out our Land Tour 360s at nationalland.com. These these land tours are innovative, interesting, and nobody else in the industry does this. Check out our site. Look for any listing that has Land Tour 360 featured on it. You can tour our listings in three dimensions. Zoom in, get a ground's eye view, watch videos from the ground, zoom back out look at things from the sky view, then zoom back in on properties that have 3D views of, of the houses that are on the properties. This is called a Matterport viewing. It's a 3D viewing system for, for housing. Check out Land Tour 360. It should blow you away. And now for some outtakes, because I've got plenty of those. Thank you very, very much for your time today. Absolutely appreciate it. And, uh, and yeah, we'll, we'll keep it in the... I'm going to go back and edit everything I just said. I just totally lost my train of thought. <laughs> so, I was, I was headed somewhere with that and it just failed. Uh, <laughs> no, what I want to do is, is say absolutely. Hey there listeners. This is Mac Christian with the national land. I can't even get my company name, right? <laughs>